0: guys, I am so happy to be here with you today. This is going to be a really different platform and podcast for me, really just more on a personal level. Some of you may know me through the Concussion Recovery Guide or my Health Warriors, Keys to Eating, some weight loss programs, but this podcast is specifically designed for me to share authentically my life, my womanhood, what goes on behind the scenes with you and to connect. One of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is that what I had seen through um, private coaching, either be it weight loss or even with concussion recovery and just general health and coming across women in my journey is I noticed a very familiar tone and tail and belief system that these women had in their lives. I would see the most remarkably amazing women doing so much for their families and it seemed as though so many women were judging themselves and the self-condemnation in the belief system that they just weren't good enough, that they just weren't meeting the mark, was so overwhelming. And it seemed to be a pretty consistent message that I saw so many wonderful women carry that I said, we just have to do something about this. We need to recognize within ourselves that our best is okay, our best is good enough. Realizing that possibly there's room for growth or there's a situation that we could improve upon is good and that's not a bad thing. Growth is something that is necessary on a day-to-day basis for fulfillment and just for society as a whole to continue to get better. However, that constant condemnation or feeling of I've fallen short and I'm just not good enough was not healthy and it was affecting quality of life a lot of depression and then anxiety and then just whole general state and if the state of emotion or the state of feeling is in that low place then the energy exuded to the family or to the self and situations around was also coming from that state of low energy and then keeping them from being able to obtain or keeping us as women from being able to obtain that very thing we want to bring joy to our family to have energy to be able to um, be there be present i look forward to bringing on incredible women where you can just hear their story connect with them where we can share our victories share those bad mom days share those days where we've given ourselves the gold star or maybe when we feel like we've fallen short We have these grandiose ideas on ourselves and you know, as woman full of love and and giving your time to your families or your husbands and just life in general, sometimes we have quite a high standard set on ourselves and there's this high mark that we have to achieve. And it seems as though at the end of the day, we reflect upon our day and we give ourselves either the gold star or the eh fell a little bit short. And this podcast and this environment is going to be basically just to love on you, to share with you, to let you know it's okay. You are perfectly imperfect. Everything about you is just as it should be. The mere fact that you may recognize, I didn't hit the mark today, or I could have done better in that aspect, in that area, or I want more for my family, or I have higher standards. That screams the type of woman that you are that screams the type of person that you are the desire you have for just good for greatness for all things love and this is a platform this is a podcast for you for us for a place where we can just come and refuel so I'm super excited it allows me to show you a little bit more about me where I don't have to necessarily talk health we don't have to talk concussions you know, those, those are all platforms that I'm very, very, very passionate about. It just is going to allow me to share a little bit more of the raw me and be completely vulnerable and authentic with you guys. For those of you who are maybe meeting me for the first time through this platform, I'll tell you a little bit about myself, a little bit of background. I am a mother of five children. I've got three girls and two boys ranging in age from 25 to just turned four. And what I have learned as I've journeyed throughout the years is that it is okay to be perfectly imperfect. It is okay to let your children see you've got some flaws. You've got good days. You will be that magic mommy one day and the next day you might be a grouchy mommy, but mommy loves them. And you're in it together, that you're a team, that you're a family and a family is a team, but that they have your they have the confidence knowing that you are going to give it 100% every day. And, you know, that has been a gift. That has been a gift in my life, a gift, I think, in the family. As our family grew, we were a blended family. We still are a blended family. And just knowing that, hey, you know what? We all have good days. We all have bad days. We love each other, you know, beyond our imperfections. And that when one is weak, the other can be strong. And we're a family. It gets messy. It gets sloppy. It's fun. It gets loud. You know, the the kitchen table can go from laughter to cutthroat fighting to back to laughter, and it's a hot, crazy mess. But it's but it but it's love and it's family. The biggest reward and gift has been probably these last few years in my life where I really feel like I have been able to balance my professional career or my aspirations on what I wanted to contribute to the world and to life with my family and what I was willing to give up, sacrifice what I wasn't, and I really felt like I reached a place of very clear, not just boundaries, but expectations of what I wanted for my life. And for example, I, though I wanted to be able to get my my vision and my passion and my mission out to women and health and families and help with concussions and weight loss and just general health and neurological health. And my job and my career was such a passion compelling. I felt like I just needed to share. Save the world, lose my family was not okay. So having to balance the both of those worlds where I could connect with you guys and the people I loved and just seeing how, you know, the information that they would take in, would change their life, and that was very rewarding. But if I was so busy helping those outside of my home that I did not have time for my daughter when she needed me at that element, then that was not a good balance either. And I have really felt like I have arrived to such a beautiful season in my life. You know, I'm over 40 now. That probably in of itself is a little bit of a reflective period in life where you start looking back and evaluating where you were, where you are, where you're going. Um, I'd be lying if I didn't say I felt like the hourglass, the, you know, these are the sand, you know, um, these are the days of our lives, the sand and the hourglass kind of slipping through our fingers, recognizing that, you know what, life is short. Life does move faster. And um, during that transition, it really caused me to self-evaluate. And it was a beautiful, it still is a journey, you know, journey is near no longer over, but this season has just been such a beautiful season of authenticity. And that being said, in this podcast, in this platform, I would love to just open up and gift with you and help you get to that place in your life where you can feel that you are perfectly imperfect, that there is not one element in you That isn't beautiful. So I'm reminded of a story. There was a king that had the most beautiful, exquisite diamond, the largest in all the land. It was his prized possession. He acquired this diamond from someone very special to him. And holding this diamond meant that he held a place of esteem and he was respected. It held great wealth. And at that time, great wealth meant great power and great admiration. So he kept this diamond, and he would stare at it throughout the day, and it it brought him such joy, such beauty. Well, he brought the diamond out, and he brought it out for everyone to view. People came from all over and wide, and he wanted to share his prized possession and the beauty so everybody could gaze upon upon this beautiful diamond that he had. So he set it out in the middle of the town, and, and the soldiers stood around, keeping armed guards and watching. Well, during the day, you know, you can only imagine with thousands of people trucking through and everything going on, that the diamond was knocked from its pedestal and fell to the ground. Well, at that moment, all the armed guards surrounded it. They picked it up, and the king went rushing to his most prized possession, looking at it, and he looked right down the side, and he saw this scratch. The king shut down the gates. He, went, he retrieved to his palace with this diamond, set it up in its stand. And began to just mourn and cry. For what he thought was his most prized possession now had a scratch. He felt as he was unworthy. He felt like he had lost value. So the king didn't come out. He stayed in his castle. Two weeks went by and people were very worried about the king. This was unlike him. He wasn't coming out. He wasn't eating. He just sat there and mourned over his diamond. Somebody went to a craftsman, this jeweler, who was known for being able to fix and reconstruct anything. So this man traveled, and he came to the palace, and the king agreed to meet him because at this point in time, the king thought all was a loss, for his most prized possession had since been tarnished, and the value was gone. So the king agreed. So the jeweler came, and he had to convince the king to allow him to work alone with the diamond and he could restore it back to not only its original value but of even a greater value well the king naturally was a little bit skeptical and said well, well how how could with a scratch could you bring it to even a greater value than it was before but he was at such a loss and so depressed that he had nothing to lose so he granted the jeweler his wish and allowed him to take the diamond However, he must stay in the palace, but he could work on the west wind privately. So the king left the jeweler to do his work on his most valuable and prized possession. Though not without some reluctance and not without some stress, the king would pace back and forth outside the room, day in and day out, as the jeweler sat in there working and working. He was so eager he could barely sleep. Finally, four days later, the jeweler had come to the king and said, I am done. He put the diamond on the pedestal, with a tarp draped over it as to conceal the work that he had just done. The king, with such anticipation, stood there by himself and just awaited the revealing of his diamond. As the jeweler delicately pulled the tarp back over the diamond, the king leaned in. As he looked, he said, but wait, I see the scratch, the scratch is still there. But before the king could finish and he looked closer, he realized It no longer was a scratch, but yet it was a stem, a stem that led to the most exquisite flower and rose drawn in and etched in to this diamond. And the depth and the etching of this rose captured the light as it came through the castle window and it illuminated the room with this iridescent rainbow of color for though the scratch was not gone, it was no longer a scratch, but a stem, a road that led to the most exquisite flower. And truly, the diamond was more beautiful than it was before. When I heard this story, I said, oh my gosh, how many of us, either our lives or ourselves or an element of our lives that was our most prized possession, and we thought it was this beautiful diamond, got scratched. And at some point in time within our lives or in that moment, we thought it lost value because this scratch just sat in the middle of what was our most prized possession. But yet, life is the jeweler. Seasons are the jeweler. Time can be that jeweler. And time can turn that diamond and turn that scratch into the stem that becomes etched into it a beautiful rose. Making that diamond, making our lives, making whatever element or extension it is even more valuable and more precious and more beautiful than before. So I compel you today, do not become fixated on the scratches in your diamonds but yet allow your eyes to look past that scratch. Allow your eyes to see that stem. And allow you yourselves to see that rose, that beautiful etched in flower in your life. The perfectly imperfect. Those beautiful imperfections. Those quirks. Those uniquenesses. Those things that make you different. Your family different. Your children different. Your husband different. That makes your life different. For that is where the value is held. If you are not you, then you are a counterfeit. And a counterfeit dollar bill holds no value. You lose your value when you try to become the likeness of something else. So journey with me. I invite you to come with me in this podcast, in this journey through life, in this season through life. As we sit and we look and we train our eyes to see past the scratches, not only in our own diamonds, but in all the many diamonds that surround us, that we can help point out the beautiful roses and the treasures, not just in our own lives, but in the lives of our children and our husbands and our friends and the other women that surround us. That we stop gossiping that we stop seeing the negative and the takeaways, but we start seeing the good and we start drawing attention to the good and we start celebrating with each other, even in our imperfections. There is nothing more beautiful, more healing, more authentic and more refueling than to connect. It has been so beautiful up to this point And I am so excited to see where our journey is going to take us. I welcome you and I invite you to journey with me as we share all of the many perfect imperfections that we hold dear to our hearts. Have an incredible day. Anything less would be a waste of your time. Thank you so much. I look forward to tuning in and connecting with you in the next podcast.